Come on, somebody give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Can you praise him? How many of you know he has power Hallelujah. over all the enemy's works? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you believe he's got power to work in your situation today? How many of you believe that he can turn things around for you today? Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some praise. Hallelujah. Yes, Father. Father, we thank you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We honor you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ain't God good? Yes, Amen. I want to take just a few minutes uh, uh, give you an opportunity. I, I want us to do something this morning. Uh, we have a special guest here with us today, Brother Wesley D. Berry. And... Uh, you know, God's got great things for this young guy. And uh, I, wanna, I want us to bless him today because he's got, he's got something that he's, he's about to do and embark on. And we're believing God to, to do great things in his life. And uh, I want us to listen. I think... That we need the opportunity, we need to take opportunity to sow into people's lives. Amen. I don't believe in just taking from people, I believe in sowing into them and to blessing them, investing in them. So I'm gonna ask the ushers to come at this time, and we're gonna give you an opportunity to sow in this young man's life. Um, this is where increase comes in, by the way, folks. See, your tithe belongs to God. But you won't overflow. You got to plant seed. Amen? So this is an opportunity to plant seed in Him. Amen? I'll just go ahead and I met this guy when I first, the first time I ever came here. He was playing the drums, and he does it. He, he usually does it barefooted. But <laughs> that's okay. Amen. Well, we appreciate you. Appreciate all of you. God is so good. It's good to have all of our guests here today. We thank you for coming, being part of, part of this ministry. Um, we don't believe you here by coincidence. We believe you here by divine appointment, and God wants to do something special in your life. Amen. How many of you know that it makes a difference? It makes a big difference. When Jesus shows up. Amen. And that's the whole purpose that we come here. It's not to just have another good service. Not to say, wow, that, that was good. Or, or the music was good. Or they, just, they played my song. Or, 
Well, it really ain't your song. It's really his song. Amen. We're playing his song. Amen. And as long as we can get his attention, everybody else's don't really matter. Amen. But I want you to, uh, I want you to know that the, the title of my message today is Encountering Christ. Because when Christ comes in on the scene, everything changes. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing. A lot of times we face situations in our life and we go through things in our life and we struggle through those things. We push through those things and it's just like, at the end of the day, we're like, oh, if I can just get through this, maybe I can get some help. Or, you know, sometimes we feel like that we've been dealt a bad hand. And that we have to go through hard times and situations. And um, it might be that God is trying to get you to a place to where you can encounter Him in a way that you've never seen Him before. Because if there's anything I've learned is that, is that God shows up in some of the most difficult times in our lives when we're struggling and we're doing what he told us to do, and we're where he told us to be. Because a lot of times we've got this idea that everything's going to work out, and everything's going to be all right, and everything's going to be easy, it's going to be pie in the sky, and all this kind of good stuff, and we're gonna, everything's going to be okay. And it's not. We face hard, difficult times. Amen? So if you got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me today to John, the ninth chapter. Most all of us know this story. It's about a blind man. It says, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Sounded like a bunch of church folk, don't it? <laughs> who sinned? You know, they're trying to be spiritual. Lord, who sinned, this man or his parents? Because a lot of times we see people going through difficult times in their life and we say, surely somebody must have done something wrong. Sometimes people go through things and sometimes people face things just because it's life. Things occur just because life happens. And it might be that God has brought them to this point and you may have struggled through this point and, and no matter what you've been going through, you're going through. You're listening to me. A lot of times people say, you just don't know what I'm going through and you're giving testimony and don't even know what you're giving testimony to because when you say you're going through, that means you have an idea that you're coming out on the other side. And here it is. Jesus says this, he says, Neither this man nor his parents sin, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Did it ever occur to you that maybe the things that you've been struggling with and the things that you've been going through today and the things that you've been going through all week has got you to this point and you're here today? Though you may have struggled, you have made it here today to encounter Jesus. 
Jesus said, no, he said, neither his parents have sinned nor has he sinned, but that the glory of God should be revealed in him. See, God wants to work in our situation in such a way that he's going to bring glory to him. I know that, that it may be difficult. I know that the times that you went through, that you have struggled through may have been hard. But honey, you are here today. It's time to come into the place and know that you're in the presence of an almighty God that has no problem with the situation that you've been facing, but he can bring you through. All it takes is just an encounter with Christ. Hallelujah. See, Jesus said this. He says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. And this thing is doing its own thing this morning. Okay. Let's cancel that. Here we go. All right. He says, I must do the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. How many of you know darkness is coming? Well, listen to this. As lo- now listen, Jesus says something right here that turns everything around. He says, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Jesus says, night is coming. He says, the works that I work in him who sent me while it is day. He said, I must do those while it is day. He says, the night is coming when no man can work. Listen to this. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. What is everybody doing right now? Everybody in this world right now is trying to push Jesus out of it. And there's darkness coming. The reason we're not seeing people people having a hope anymore is because there's not no light of hope. People's trying to push Jesus out. They're doing everything that they can to push Jesus out. And and when you push Jesus out, you have no light. And when you have no light, you have no hope. And when you have no hope, you have no deliverance. But Jesus, he says, I'm doing these things while it is light. He said, because the night, the day is coming when there's no more light. There's not going to be any light. The day is coming when they're going to try to do everything they can. Listen, when is that day coming? I believe that day is coming just as soon as the church is raptured. Hmm? Somebody, I heard somebody say here a while back, they say, I just wish you Christians would just one day disappear. We are. We are. Just one day, it's just going, poof, we're going to be gone. And that's okay. Somebody says, well, I, I, what, do, what do you believe, Pastor? Do you believe it's a pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib? I said, I don't care which trib. All I can tell you this is when he comes, I'm going on the first load. A lot of people are looking at things today and they're, and, 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 and they're being religious and, and, they, and they, 
they say and the reason that certain people are having certain problems is because of this and because of that and it's nothing more than the things of the world and life a lot of times people's just living life and they're struggling in life and God is expecting us to be the light of the world and have such an anointing of Jesus Christ in our life that when we step into a dark situation that light shines around about us and they can see a hope a glimmer of hope that can bring them out of the mess that they're in and I'm here today to tell somebody today that though you may have been struggling though you may have been going through you are here today to encounter Jesus Christ who is the hope of your salvation who can bring you out of the darkest hour of your life and bring a deliverance to you Because all the religious folks, when this guy was here, listen, everybody everybody wants God to do something extraordinary in their life. But the moment that you hear, you want to get out of line. See, because the way Jesus wants to heal you may not be the way that you think he's going to heal you. Because this guy here was standing in line and all of a sudden Jesus spits on the ground and makes mud with it. Now, see, we said, nah, you know, I ain't here for that. Uh, You got any oil? See, we want the oil. We want the goodness of the oil. But we may not want the spit. And then Jesus does something else to the guy. Not only does he spit and wipe mud in his eye, then he tells a blind man. To go wash in the pool of Siloam. Don't send nobody with him. So he got to feel his way through. See, sometimes the reason we don't get the miracle that God wants to do in our life is because we're not willing to leave the place that we are. Even though we can't see where we're going... We know the direction where it's at. And if we can just get there. And honey, I'm telling somebody today, you may have been feeling your way through, but just get there. Get to the place that God is sending you and wipe your eyes clean. Because as soon as he did what he told him to do, his eyes were opened. Some people want revelation, but they're not willing to do what it takes to get revelation. See, we need to get to a place to where we can wash our eyes and then we can see. See, we've got the world is putting a lot of mud in our eyes. Hmm? We just need it washed out. If you want revelation, how do, how do I get more revelation, Brother Herbie? How can I get more revelation of him? I'll spend more time with him. If I want more understanding of him, i got to spend more time with him. If we want more understanding of Jesus, we got to spend more time with him. See, I know Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning don't know me. That's the problem. And there's a lot of people who know Jesus. Mm. But Jesus don't know them. It's not about us knowing Jesus as much as it is about Jesus knowing us. 
What did Paul do when Paul went to cast out, when, when these guys, the seven sons of Sceva, went out to cast out the demons? They, they seen the demon-possessed man, and they said, We cast you out in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. What did the demons say to him? Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who are you? We don't know you. I intend to be known, not because of who I am, but because of whose I am. Because there's no power. I have no power within myself to do anything. But when I come to know him and have the revelation of who he is, I'm telling you, when you have a revelation and an understanding of who he really is, I'm telling you, there's a boldness that will rise up in you. And you won't shrink back when you see somebody laying in a situation that they can't get out of and it seems like it's impossible. You're not embarrassed to walk up and lay your hands on them and say, in the name of Jesus, I command this sickness to leave your body. It's, it's no, nothing for us to shrink back to but to rise up in Jesus' name because we know in whom we placed our trust. And we know that we put our hand, our, our trust in a God that cannot fail. So, this guy goes to the pool of Siloam which means sent he gets there he washes his eyes and he sees and then everybody starts speculating well he looks like the guy that was blind some said it was him some said this is him then the Pharisee said who is it that healed you he said it was Jesus he said where is he he said I don't know, I was blind when he sent me to the pool of Siloam. All I can tell you is he sent me there. I went, and now I can see. And then they started discounting the miracle because Jesus did it on the Sabbath. And they said, glorify God because... God did this miracle and we know that this man is not of God he said how can you say that he said nobody has ever opened blinded eyes before how can you say that he said well they said well he's a sinner he said whether he's a sinner or not I do not know but this one thing I know I once was blind, but now I see. Call me whatever you want to. Say whatever you want to. But I've sat in your dead services. I've sat here listening to you for years. I've sat outside the tabernacle as you talked and said different things and talked about the law of Moses and talked about this and talked about that and talked about how great it was in the temple. But now uh, this man come by whom I did not know, but all of a sudden I had an encounter with him and there was a power and an anointing in him. I don't understand everything that he done. I don't know why he spit on the ground. 
ground. I don't know why he made mud, but I know one thing. He put it on my eyes, and when I went and done what he told me to do and washed it off, it didn't make no sense. When I was getting there, I was wondering, why in the world am I doing this? But when I got there to the water and reached down in that pool and began to wash my eyes, all of a sudden, the blindness left me and the light came in. See, a lot of times, the reason we can't receive what God is wanting to do in our life is because it's not logical. It don't make sense. Putting mud in somebody's eyes and sending them to a pool don't make sense. Until your eyes are open, then it makes perfect sense. Obedience is better than any sacrifice than you can do. It's following through on what God tells you to do. A lot of people miss out on what God has for them because they're not willing to go where God wants them to go. Hmm? Step out of your comfort zone. Get into a place to where he can do great things. Don't worry about what people are saying about you. People going to talk. Haters going to hate. Just let them hate. That's okay. The results, the proof is in the pudding. Huh? The goodness of God is going to show up and he's going to do great things in your life. Some of you may have struggled. Some of you may have done everything you could to get here today. But it's for your benefit because God wants to have an encounter with you and change everything about your life. He loves you right where you're at, but he loves you too much to leave you there. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, all through the Bible, never healed nobody the same way twice. Yet we, out of habit, have come to the conclusion that if it's not done a certain way, it must not be God. Because we want it done our way. Huh? Every one of us in here, when we pray, I can promise you this. When you pray, most of the time, every one of us have a preconceived idea how it's going to come about. And it may be furthest from what God has planned. And if I read my Bible right, if God can use a donkey... 
He can use anybody. Hmm? And a lot of times we're looking for certain people. We're looking for certain people to win certain ones in our family when God may be wanting to use us to live righteous before them. Nothing speaks louder than the life you live. Nothing. No words you say. No matter how much you shout, no matter how much you sing, nothing will ever speak louder than the life you live for Christ. That will change everything in people's lives. You don't have to say it. You don't have to shout it. They can see it. They see the results of it. This man, I don't know how many times that he was set in that same spot. It doesn't say. This may have been the only time that he set it to a certain spot. But that day, he had an encounter with Christ. A lot of times we go places and we do things. We go to church and we struggle through the same circumstances and we go through the same problems. We come in, we sit in the same chair. But we had always expect something different. If you always do what you always done, you're going to always get what you always got. But this day, as he sat there, different ones coming by, and the disciples being as spiritual as they were, trying to show off their spirituality to Jesus. Hey, Jesus, who sinned? This man or his parents? Jesus just looked at him and said, neither one of them. That he's here. That he can have an encounter with me. And that everything can change in his life. And I want to tell you today, it doesn't matter where you've been. You're in a good spot. Jesus is passing by your way. Today you can encounter him. Amen. He loves you. He loves you. He refuses to allow religious people to look down their noses and bring condemnation on you. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. If you're here this morning 
and you've been struggling through situations in your life and you've been facing some difficult times. It seems like every time that you get through one, another one comes. Today's your day of encounter. I want you to come, make your way down toward the altar. We're going to pray with you. Come on. Come on, this is for you. This day is for you. This is the time for your encounter with Him. Amen. Come on. Come on. Be willing to move. Come on down. know there's those of you here the Lord wouldn't give me this message if it wasn't you're here you're here by divine appointment hallelujah hallelujah come on come on if you want special prayer for anything I want you to come come on come on And you. 